Welcome to episode five of Sticky Beak. Today I chatted with Liam and Tim, the co-founders of Bay Juice. Bay Juice is a juice product made from a type of pear which is incredibly popular in Korea. The chat with Liam and Tim was a lot of fun and we covered everything from stealing ski jackets to recovering from hangovers in South Korea. If you're interested in how you can turn a product idea into something that's sold in retailers across the nation, you'll enjoy this episode. Hi guys, welcome Liam and Tim to Sticky Beak. How are we? Good afternoon. Oh, very good, very good. Sticky Beak, I really like it. I'm a big fan of the name actually, I love it. Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. We're getting some positive yeah, feedback Got our so approval. <laughs> yeah. Thought it sounded a little bit Aussie and sort of got across what we want to do, get curious. So yeah, we're happy 100%. Um, yeah, so how's lockdown treating you guys? Mate, it could be worse, I reckon. could be worse. True. Uh, I, I, I think it's, yeah, yeah, go. We're, no, we're, we're like, um, you know, you'd love to be able to sit in a pub and have 10 <laughs> pots and go out and, um, you know, have a, have a nice feed with your, with your mates and stuff like that. But um, it is what it is. And, you know, we're still quite lucky that, you know, we can sort of, uh, as long as no one from the government sees what I'm about to say, but we're, you know, we have uh, you know, meetings, meetings um, together and um, you know, there's a couple of beers and we might watch the footy or stuff. But no, in terms of the way the business is going for us, we've, uh, we've, got, a lot of, we've got a lot done, including launching mm. a new business during this lockdown. So, um, mate, it's, yeah, there's a lot of people out there who are doing it a lot worse than we are. Yeah, I've, sure. actually, I've, actually, I've actually enjoyed it because um, mm. usually it's go, go, go. But it's nice to sit at a desk and get a lamp and a plant next to you and put your laptop down and actually do some work. So that's been kind of nice. Whereas um, it's usually out and about meetings, coffees or doing whatever, but it's nice to just sit there and just sort of focus on the brand, the business um, and just have some downtime for us lately. Cause it's been pretty hectic the last two, three years. Yeah, for sure. It's a little bit like an attention fast, isn't it? Like, you know, when you're fast with food, it's easy. You don't have to make any decisions about, am I going to eat that? Am I not going to eat that? It's just, I'm not eating at all. And with the current situation, there's no temptation to, you know, go and have too many beers or do anything else because you don't even have the option. So you just got to focus on the stuff that you can do, which is, and you guys are obviously doing a lot of productive stuff, which is cool. Um, yep. so where we'll start off today, guys, we like to get a little bit of personal background on the people that we're interviewing. So, uh, well, we'll start off. Where are you guys from originally? Are you from Melbourne or elsewhere? Yeah. Born and bred. Born and bred Born Melbourne. Born and bred. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, we live in the same suburb our whole life, haven't we? Both of us. Pretty the much. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> and that was Mooney Ponds, right? So you're yeah, born, and, born and raised Mooney Ponds and loyal born to and raised. Love it. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, have you got a favorite cafe in Mooney Ponds? Yeah. Benny and me cafe in Essendon, um, is yeah, it's a ripper. <laughs> if you, if you just check it out, um, definitely it's got good food, good people work there, good coffee, uh, really ticks all the boxes and you can actually buy <laughs> wine there and yeah, it's oh, great. Nice. It's a wine bar. Well, well. Said, yeah, it's, it's a, Daniel, that's actually, um, me and my family's cafe. So we, we snuck in a little, <laughs> little cheeky there. there. Yeah, yeah, I we like should have it. spoken more about the amazing staff yeah, and owners. If you're in Essendon, <laughs> if you're in Essendon in Mooney Ponds, don't go anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well said, <laughs> Benny me. So good Benedict's there, I take it. Yep, absolutely, Mr. Benny. A couple of versions, so you can't go wrong. My brother's name Benny as well, so oh, that, that was the yeah. gist of it. Got so a little family, with a local pork, cafe, ham, whatever you like. Yeah, <laughs> like it, like it. Um, from an education perspective, uh, what did you guys do? Did you go to school? I assume you went to some grades of school because it's compulsory in Australia. Yeah. But um, what yeah. did 100%. you guys, I understand there might be a good story with the school as well. <laughs> yeah, well, so, um, yeah, there is. Um, yeah, not so good for Tim, but you know, that's where we actually met at high school. So out at uh, Xavier College in Kew, um, we got sat next to each other literally because we were the only two boys from Mooney Ponds there. You know, people had no idea where Mooney Ponds was, um, apart from the fact that it was a suburb they drove past to on the way to the airport. Um, that, that's <laughs> that the truth. So, we, so yeah, we got, <clears throat> we got sat next to each other and uh, subsequently separated two weeks later because we were just getting on like a house on fire and um, I didn't go to uni as, you know, if, if I, if I didn't have to go to school, I wouldn't have, but you know, like you said, it's compulsory and, my parents obviously made me go. They were forking out a bit. So 
um, I just decided to go and yeah, ha- have have a good time really, and not really focus too much on studying and um, passing and doing all the the things that you should be doing when you're at school. Yeah, so, it wasn't for us really, was it? We weren't. It was, no, a, bit of a, I, it was a bit of a networking event for me really that the whole time, the whole twelve years. It's definitely a bit of fun, you know. You play your sport, you go out on the weekends with all the kids at school, so a bit, a bit more just uh, social for us rather than educational and. Um, unfortunately for me, I left Liam's school in year 10. I was actually yeah. kicked out of, uh, so we went to Xavier College just in um, Q. So it was a pretty good school. Um, and, and so I got kicked out in year 10 for stealing some ski jackets in a, a New Zealand ski tour. Um, it, a bit it, it cold, mate. Made, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I haven't got that yet. So yeah, I, I sort of, school wasn't for me, definitely. I, I couldn't stand it. And, and every day was a bit of a, a, a drag for me. But um. But, but then, yeah, I, I went to a new school. I just sat there, got by, um, ma- made new friends. But it was kind of cool. Like, a, uh, the best thing about like, a, going to a private school is you just build yeah. this amazing network, which we're finally relishing in. So, and then I had two schools. So I got two groups of friends, two networks. So yeah, it ended up working point. out nicely. <laughs> I think the funny thing about when Tim got expelled from a ski trip was the first week he went at his new school, they actually had a, a whole year level ski trip as well to go on to. So... <laughs> So uh, yeah, he, he went on. He went on two. Yeah, yeah, two right. back to back. Good time. Managed to yeah. stick to your own jackets on the second trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, body yeah, yeah. yeah, BYO that next time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. All right, cool. And um, did you guys do any like um, jobs to earn a bit of extra cash while you were at school? Yeah, I, I was in the warehouse at Reese Plumbing. Um, and I actually did it instead of the subject as well at school as well. So then afterwards I still did it. So I did a couple of days a week back in the warehouse at Reese plumbing, getting some cash, blowing it on some beers on the weekend and just sort of go on the floor. And then, and then I I sort of moved into hospitality. So I just did random bar shifts and did, um, or we both did actually, um, stereosonic trance tent we were bar managers of, which is pretty funny. So we we just, we just went any, any, we just followed, followed, uh, hourly wages and, and just went for it really. We didn't, had much of a filter with what we did or didn't like yeah gotcha yeah i actually did a bit of bar work at a few festivals as well from time to time it was a great way to attend a festival get everything paid yeah. for and go out and see exactly. something at the end of the day it's fantastic sell plenty of water yeah, yeah, sell yeah. Lots of free water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah cool and liam did you do much in the way of uh work nah, mate, my, my parents were always like get, get through focus on your studies before yeah. you do yeah. anyway before you get a job i think for two weeks maybe in year 10 there used to be a pasta bar around the corner in fletcher street near near me many ponds um and yeah I, I cleaned their bins for a couple of weeks there and you know surprisingly didn't didn't make it any further than that <laughs> pretty bit of a shit job but you know it's um did that and then yeah i think one thing to me didn't mention is we actually uh, did a bit of door knocking, which All is, right. um, you know, I was working for an, I got a job um, selling electricity, which is tough door to door. People telling you in a very not so nice way to get off their property, um, <laughs> and leave the premise immediately. And then I was <laughs> the second week in the job, hating it, clicking through Instagram, not knocking any doors. And Tim puts up this photo of him with a coffee in a suit in his office. So I was like, Oh, I, I'll give him a call and um, turned out he was doing the same thing um, just for the Peter McCallum Cancer Foundation. So I called him and said, mate, can I get a job? And he goes, yeah, like I'm really close with the boss. And I went in on Monday for an interview and, and had the job on Monday afternoon. So um, then probably for a year after that, we, we raised funds and got uh, people to sign up for monthly donations for the Peter Mac Cancer Foundation, which is um, different from electricity because people weren't so rude to you, you know, because you're out there for a good cause still get plenty of no's obviously but, but you, um, le- you left a very good retainer though electricity for pure commission which uh i think you might have yeah. taken, taken back <laughs> that's all right i didn't like the people i worked with anyway they're fine yeah true mm. <laughs> classic yeah nice one. i thought you were going to say that you were uh selling ski jackets door to door to start with so. yeah <laughs> uh, good, well, margins on those. <laughs> <laughs> good. good well if yeah. tim didn't get if tim didn't get um caught that's that that was a plan that was in a five yeah. year where do you see yourself in five years i was Stealing yeah. jackets and <laughs> selling them door to door. Oh, good times. Uh, probably won't let that die for the rest of the podcast, I don't think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, keep it up. Keep it up. <laughs> Do you guys have any sports or hobbies that you were into a lot when you were a bit younger? 
Well, we pretty much loved everything, like loved all sports, really. Like cricket and footy. We love cricket and footy. Cricket. We love it. Yeah. We're nuffies. We, we're the blokes <laughs> up, still up at 4 a.m. watching the Ashes over there, you know, drinking beers because, and we'll happily cop um, having four hours sleep and being hung over the next day just because we've watched Steve, Steve Smith make 250 not out um, in front of the packed Lords or wherever it may be. We love it. We love footy. Um, yeah, we're, we're big into the Premier League as well. Um, yeah, just, just most things, really. Yeah, 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 we just love it. And Bombers fans or...? Nah. nah, oh, I'm a, I'm a D's fan. Really I'm a fan. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. We're surrounded, and then Liam's doggies as well. So D's and doggies. Yeah. There you go. Interesting. So, yeah. Controversial <laughs> yeah. almost. Very. Okay. Um, and one more question on the personal side. Uh, who was your biggest crush as a kid growing up? So, did Ooh. you have your eye on any particular actresses or actors? <laughs> Could be well, yeah, I've never thought of this, but to be honest, um, when you're growing up and you're watching these like Akon um, and, and like, yeah. um, you know, like all these R&B <laughs> artists and then twerking comes out, you're sitting there at 15, 16, you're just like, I'm not sure if this isn't even legal on Channel B and MTV. <laughs> um, if you know where I'm going with that, like it's like the, you know, everyone yeah. doing a car wash and twerking yeah. and stuff and here you are 15, 16, you're like, geez, these rappers have got pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's as far as my crushes go. Music videos, like, oof, jeez. So, was the final answer there? Akon was your crush? Or? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Damn it! I knew I should have yeah, done yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I love Mila Kunis, but she's apparently married to this Ashton bloke. So, yeah, I don't. I don't like my chances there. I think, yeah. I think they're pretty loved up with a couple of kids, but you never know. Soccer teams have goalkeepers. Doesn't mean you can't score, right? <laughs> Spot on. Uh, Hollywood relationships haven't got the best track record either. So yeah, so you're on. That's a good thing. Your yep, every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> so, um, did you guys have any like serious jobs before you got into business for yourselves, or was it straight from school into doing your own entrepreneurial sort of things? Um, I had a pretty serious gig. I was working in commercial real estate. Oh, yeah. um, so I did that for about four years with uh, a company called CBRE and uh, that was tough. Um, that was good. I was just a, really just a money hungry outcome focused little SHIT really. So I, I just sort of stuck at it thinking it was my passion when really it wasn't. And um, like I said to, you know, to someone today that it, my passion's always, you know, we, we're not super yeah, we've we've learnt a, a passion for cream pear juice, which is the product we sell. But you know what I think our passion is is building a brand together, sort of hanging out, you know, doing it, you know, doing the hard yards together. And when we were eighteen or nineteen, we were sort of coming up with all these different ideas and app ideas, and but we were just young, so we would like literally set up. We, we had we were at Tim's house most of the time, so we'd have his spare room. We'd absolutely deck it out to the best home office you've ever seen. Spend two hours a day doing that, and then you'd sit there and go, right, what a great office. You sit there and go, fancy a beer, and then nothing would get done. So we were just too immature <laughs> to like action anything. So eventually, I just thought, you know, I thought, yeah, well, I actually need to sort of make a bit of an income here. So I went and did real estate, and like got some great connections there. Learned a lot about how you know how you should operate. You know what what it takes to really make us you know to give you uh, yourself the best chance to become successful. So. Uh, definitely love my time there. So glad I'm not there anymore. But um, yeah, like I just thought, you know, it sort of, I, I, you know, in a way, it, it may be ready to um, to then actually get something off the ground. Yeah, yeah. I, I was the opposite, wasn't I? So Liam's out there in a, yeah. a very expensive suit and shiny shoes, and I'm wearing sneakers, shorts, and a t-shirt, um, running a cafe for the last. Well, we're pushing four years now this December. So. We bought a small little cafe just in Essendon in the end of 2016. Um, and we just expanded. We had some great loyal customers as a family business. Everyone loved us right near some high schools. And we sort of took off pretty quick within the first two years, going from like 40 seats to 70 to 90 to about 120 now. Got our liquor license, do cocktails on a weekend, have a big courtyard and pump out some music there now. So I've been hospo sort of the last sort of four years, um, five, six days a week. Um, longer because there's more to um, just rocking up and leaving unfortunately um, it sort of never ends so yeah I, I was on the other spectrum I, I've been grinding away serving coffees at 5 30 in the morning and and uh, making schnitzel sandwiches for the last three and a half years yep yeah good sandwiches <laughs> good city sandwiches 
I'll have to drop by once lockdown finishes and check it out. That's it. For sure. It's 5K from South Melbourne, isn't it? I'm not, not a sign. Yeah, it might be <laughs> in the radius. I'll come and do a pickup. Yeah, yeah. Have <laughs> a look. Um, okay, so when for people who aren't familiar with um, Bay Juice, uh, give us your mm. elevator pitch on that one. Yeah, so, so we started that. Um, well, we sort of launched two years ago, but it's been in the making for, let's say, about three, just to make it easier. Um, it was when I first uh, went and visited South Korea. So I went and uh, visited my girlfriend, Sumin's uh, family and friends for the first time. So we'd been together for a year and it was like, right, finally time to go over and meet the extended family and, and do the dash in, in, in her home country. So it was awesome. Like culture's amazing, met all of her family and, and just did heaps of drinking. It was just, couldn't ask more really. Uh, meat, rice, beer, straight liquor and family and friends. You can't go wrong. So is it soju? Um, soju they drink? Yeah. 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 Blackout in a, in a glass bottle. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> turns, you, turns you into a different person. Oh, it's good fun though. You, yeah. Yeah. It's hectic. great fun. Great fun. <laughs> so, so we had a pretty awesome trip there and it wasn't until um, I started drinking consecutively that um, I was introduced to the Korean pear. So the Korean pear is bay juice. So bay juice is just 100% Korean pear juice. Um, and it wasn't until we had all these back-to-back nights drinking that we actually tried it, um, started drinking it. Um, and Sumi and her friends explained that the Korean pear helped you hang over. Um, I didn't think much of it at the start. I thought it was almost too good to be true um, until I guzzled a few. We went out and I woke up feeling fresh and I couldn't even remember why I was feeling so fresh. And Sumi mm. reminded me that there's there the pear juice I drank the night before. So I was completely obsessed with it straight away, night one, because I felt fresh. It was just a juice. It was really cool. Um, put it to the test a few more nights and, um, and started doing some research on online. And then, you know, Bob's your uncle, cream pear juice, proven to help you hang over, speeds up your metabolism of alcohol. And um, I guess me, Sumin, came back to Melbourne, gave it to everyone, samples, my dad, especially Liam, we started building an idea around it and sort of Bay Juice was born after sort of putting it to the test really and, and deciding to build a brand around it. Mm. Oh, that's really cool. I've never heard of it before seeing your brand. So oh, that's really interesting. And is it like really consumed a lot in Korea for hangovers or do they just have it a lot in general? It's, for It's habitual. Yeah, it's insane. It's on a whole nother level. It's in everything. They have it in soups, in their kimchi. Uh, I've had it in a martini before. You see it on the yeah, street yeah. being sold like... Um, uh, like, like, like just like just about everywhere. So it's hectic. So it's amazing to think that it's just not really anything here. Um, it has such a small presence yeah, well, when it's, it's massive over there. Tim, Tim loves to say that like when he was questioning all the creams over there about it, he was sort of made to feel like the idiot in the room for not understanding that this, you drink this to help you hang over. It's just that common. Yeah. Okay. Like drinking. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. So like that was a greasy all- kebab here. Yeah. <laughs> So that was obviously where the idea came about. How long was it between when you came up with the idea for um, making a product out of it here and actually having it on the shelves or selling it? Um, well, what do you reckon, Tim? Six months, I reckon. Just Probably. a bit over, I reckon. Yeah, Just, from yeah. when we first came back and said yes. But, yeah, we, we got 50, we, we had, we, had um, we got a bunch of mentors. One of them, we were sort of thinking the first idea was let's get two and a half thousand units in. They were like, no, 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 no. Like, go big or go home. Get fifty thousand in. So January nineteenth, twenty nineteen, we had fifty thousand units right arrive in a storage unit we had in North Melbourne. Uh, we didn't have a website. We had no e-commerce platform to sell it on. Um, so no marketing strategy. We still no marketing strategy. Twenty four months in. Yeah. Was there a use so, by date on the? How long? Yeah. Did so it's eighteen on? months. It's eighteen months from okay, show, yeah. um, from manufacturing. So we're quite lucky there. Um, you know, you talk to people with juices who are like expiry date eight days and you go, oh, good luck, you know? So, um, yeah, we, essentially we, we, we got onto the Dan Murphy's platform, online platform relatively early, which is good. And then from then, uh, we started to build our website and then the first, you know, two, two weeks to a month, we just absolutely packed my mum's Toyota Corolla shockers full of, of, of pear juice jumped on Instagram and we're like, who wants some, you know, DM us. And I was driving around. We had a boot full. You couldn't even see out the back, back of the car. Tim's on Instagram, talking to people, writing directions down, you know, trying to get, like, I remember one day there's a, there's a, there's an Instagram page called the real dads of Melbourne. They're like two gay dads who live in Brighton. They have like a hundred K followers on the second day. They're like, yeah, drop some off. And 
And oh, I just awesome. remember being in the car, just driving around in Brighton, being like, this is sick. Like, you know, like, so we just, yeah, for, for two weeks, and, that's, that's yeah. all we and did. And then they shared, they shared it yeah, as well. They, they, and said, yeah. they were awesome. They were like, really want to support small brands, even though we've got management, come and drop some off and we'll, we'll give you a pump up, which were like, yeah. wow. Like, you know, our first reach out to an influence and that's our support we get. We're like, this is really cool. We thought it was going to be an absolute slog. Um, and then we got five, 600 followers. Everyone's messages saying, how did you get your product there already? And we're just like, again, we're just driving around like madmen. So it was awesome. Yeah, just, just hustling. Just vines and yeah. Oh, very cool. And um, how much money did you guys need to stump up to get the business off the ground? It was just week by week. Like, like there, there, was, no, there was no initial funding, full stop. Um, and for the first 12 months, easily, it was just paycheck to paycheck. So if we wanted to do a two and a half thousand dollar advertising campaign, the three of us saved our money. Um, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and it was quite difficult and it gets pretty grueling after a while because, um, you know, Liam was slaving away and his white collar, I'm slaving away behind the coffee machine and all your hard earned money is bang for a campaign. You're not sure if you're going to get a return on. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been like that majority of the time until sort of the last sort of two or three months since we got some really good consistency online and, and, and in our retailers. But prior mm. to that, it, it, was, it was just paycheck to paycheck. But when we made our first order, we were like, oh, crap, you know, like we need to pay for this. Um, and we hadn't really thought about it. And we ordered, you know, we went hard ordering and the logistics cost has doubled the amount we thought they were going to cost us. And um, Sumin's dad in Korea just felt our vision, our energy, and he helped us source the manufacturing. He said, you know, what, I'll pay for the first shipment. Don't worry about it. So, oh, wow. Um, and, and to be completely honest, um, um, Sumi's dad barely speaks English. He hadn't met Liam and I'd only met him twice. Um, and, and he fronted our, our whole first order just on uh, a gut feeling on us and, and our energy. A hunch. So, yeah, a hunch. So, so that really bro that broke us open. So that kind of really um, got the ball rolling. And it felt like we owed him something as well. So I definitely think it made, it work, made us work harder early days. Yeah, that's really cool. Good point. Good point. Mm -hmm. Is he, did he get a, any like stake in the business for that or did you just pay him back and nah. take him out for a few beers <laughs> nah. to, or so juice yeah. to pay him back? Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's just, but, but what's been really cool lately is we've had a lot of press in Korean. Um, so a Korean, mm -hmm. Korean uh, media agency, uh, another cool little lifestyle article and um, some, they've broken down some interviews that me and Liam have done and turned him into um, sort of Korean content. So I've been able to share that with him and the manufacturer. So now they feel the energy and yeah. the excitement that we do because we're getting all these great articles written about us and we're pumped, but you know, like they can't read it. You know what I mean? So now they're reading all this cool hype and I think they're pumped and really on the, on the train now. Oh, that's fantastic. Do you guys go over there yeah. a lot? Obviously not at the moment, but do you normally go and visit the manufacturer on a regular basis or? It means to try to go every year um, just to see all of her friends and all of her family and stuff. And, and then, yeah, she's actually got family right near the manufacturer so it's perfect so we usually do the full dose uh we were going to take Liam in september um this year this year um and do our do our first sort of group trip but um yeah we'll have to postpone that gotcha. okay. so you haven't been over to korea yet liam no nah, i haven't i haven't gotcha which you know is one thing i want to go there because you know like i i'm good at selling pages but i reckon i you know i need to talk about the culture and stuff in korea and it's only stuff that's hearsay from what tim's telling me about or what i've read about it you know so i need to really go over there and suck it all in mm. gotcha um yeah well maybe you need to get a korean girlfriend as well i don't know if you've already got an australian one yeah. you might not appreciate that oh, right? <laughs> nah. well uh, yeah i don't know i have to get on tinder that's what tim that's how tim Sumin met on tinder so yeah, you can, right. you can okay. trace back to the launching of babies from um a, a dating app gotcha gotcha um have you if guys tim didn't swipe right we'd be in a very different <laughs> position right now <laughs> right on yeah, it'd be interesting to know how many businesses have started as a result of a right swipe on Tinder. Yeah, yeah. not many, oh, surely. Exactly. Could be that. good. Yeah. Get some, get some. You got a stats man there to help you out with it, like they do on the radio. Just... Oh, I wish I did. <laughs> I'll have to do some research. Yeah, yeah. I'll come back to you guys. Yeah. I might edit it in later. Thanks very much. Um, yeah, good. So, have you guys broken even yet with Bay Juice? Mm, not entirely. No. Nah. Um, but 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 in terms of being sustainable now. The last three months, um, we're getting more than we're spending, which is very nice. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. You know, that's been, and, and it hasn't limited us as well. So we're, the, the more money we're making, we're, we're feeding it back into advertising, different other sort of PR opportunities, yeah. uh, a bit of extra stock now that the demand's there. So we're, it's finally nice to sort of have that 
oh, like sort of moment to breathe at the moment. And um, I think, I know Liam, you splooged on some online shopping and I did recently, which is quite nice for a change because usually it's, oh, it's 250 bucks, could uh, go towards some more stock, you know, for most of our, our journey. So yeah. it's been nice to eat some good dinners and, and buy some stuff online. It's been cool. Yeah, get that Yeah, and I think feeling. like people always told us, yeah, like, ah, the first 18, 24 months, you'll, you won't make a dollar. Yeah, you, know, you won't make a dollar. And we were going, get stuff. Yeah, yeah we will we'll do Have all right now. Now, yeah. now. now we really understand it. Like you see those people, those articles are like, you know, uh, housemates, whatever, make 250 grand, you know, in one month. And you're like, yeah, but like how much did they just put straight back into the business? Like what, what did they ha- have? What costs did they have to cover straight away? Like they're not walking away with 125K in their pockets each. No way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, a, it's always a grind. Everyone goes through it. When, when did you say you got that first shipment over, the 50,000 units? January 2019. Gotcha. So it's still pretty fresh. Yeah. I mean, you're 18 yeah. months in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice one. This episode of Sticky Beak is brought to you by Digital Deluxe. If you're sick of digital agencies that overpromise and underdeliver, you need to speak to Digital Deluxe. We can't guarantee miracles, but we can guarantee great service and a logical ROI-focused approach. Visit www.digitaldeluxe.com.au forward slash stickybeak to access our special offer for Sticky Beak listeners. So what's the kind of, say, like, or let's say monthly revenue or monthly sales for you guys at the moment? What sort of number you're looking at there? Um, well, we, we've, we did about or almost 20 grand online last month. Yep. Um, and then, yeah. That was sort our of best the, month. Yeah, so, and then the, our sort of, yeah, our retailers, we're sort of doing five to 10 now as, as they sort of pick up as well. And then, um, the demand, the consumer demand grows. So there's more people going in and buying it. The orders become more regular. And um, then obviously we've got the Woolworths deal, which, you know, is going to happen in October, which is going to put us nationally, you know, in, in 900 plus stores. So uh, that's the biggest win to date. And we are super pumped about that one. Yeah, congrats. That's massive. I know it's yeah. really hard to get into those big chains like that. Um, that'll be a big multiplier, I'm sure, on your volume. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, exciting. Um, and are you talking? Uh, to there's actually well, or? there's there's a sh- there's a shipment that we've got coming in now, but there's a there's a few typhoons around Korea. So mm. me and Tim are like, you know, you come from Australia, you never seen a typhoon in your mm. life. You're like, Jesus, windy outside, but not typhoony, <laughs> right? Um, but th- they seem pretty blase about it, wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Tim? They're like, oh yeah, like, yeah. typhoon season. That's an allergy. Typhoon season. Typhoon yeah. season. Like, yeah. oh, okay, like, so sorry, right. my bad. So we won't have to collect our babies from the bottom of the ocean. Right. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Coming, so coming this December, risk. new sea salt. Sea salt <laughs> yeah. Those shipping guys are crazy. I, whenever I drive along the beach here and look at those big ships coming in and if it's like a stormy day or whatever, I wouldn't even want to be on the ship in the bay, let alone out in the middle yeah. of the ocean. It's oh, that is like one of my biggest fears. Just those huge waves, open ocean, like bugger that. Yeah. No, not for me either. Um, cool. So is it just you guys running at the moment? Have you hired any other staff members to help out with any other aspects of the business? Yeah, we've got an amazing graphic designer. So she's been with us since day one. Yeah. Um, and, and she was doing some very corporate sort of design stuff and we threw a Mm. bone of a cool creative Korean hangover juice. And, um, she was just like a a kid in a candy store. She just killed it straight away. And, um, I I think like a duck to water. Yeah, and Lee made a good relationship with her as well. So it was really easy. Bang, it was WhatsApp, quick chat. What do you guys want? Hate that, like this, let's do that. This is what color I'm thinking. And it was just a quick bash out. And it was just so much easier. And I I think since then, we've done everything on WhatsApp, Liam. Okay, yep, you want to work Mm. with us? Everyone get in a group chat. We just bash it out. No mucking around with emails or missing calls. So it's really good. So we've got her to do our graphic design. um, And we've got some amazing consultants called Thrive Collective. Yep. Um, so Christian and George they actually help us with the, our approaches to Woolworths, Dan Murphy's, your Coles, all that sort of stuff. So they've been pitching um, our product to them. Um, it's a pretty hectic process. Um, numbers, commercials, forecasting, promotional planners, like it's hectic. Um, they send us Excels that just go for days and we're like, yep, looks good, well done, boys. Um, you know, like just yep. another language. So yep. we've sort of built a really cool team. So it's us as founders and Zoom in. We've got our amazing graphic designer, our retail approach yep. and consultants. Um, and we're just getting a copywriter on now to help us 
just sort of rejig our brand and make our message a bit clearer. So it's kind of got like a, a nice little sort of um, little team going, which has been really cool to build and, and everyone sort of stick to their roles has really worked well for us. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Your graphic designer has done amazing work. Your, your branding mm. looks so cool. Um, and it, it's, yeah, it definitely has that Korean feel to it. Uh, but it's, yeah. yeah, it pops. It's really, really cool. Yeah. We love it. Awesome. Absolutely love it. Um, have you guys had any near death moments with the business in the, well, the 18 months that you've been operating? So I guess have any ships gone under or anything like that? Yeah. In the, has there been any point where you've been like, Oh shit, I don't know if we're going to continue with this. No, nah, for me personally, no. Nah. Uh, I think th th there was two, uh, two stages just, uh, just to, to, to discuss, but one of them was, and, and I remember just being at that stage going like, oh my God, just again, this is um, getting repetitive, but just piling our, our paychecks into it, um, not understanding logistics, um, having to pay more people to, to help us with our packaging, nutritional values, having to get it trademarked. It was kind of just like, oh, like just all over the shop. So I remember having one stage where I was just like, oh, this is just insane. Like, do we just keep piling money into this? But um, it's one moment we identified together and that was, well, actually this is probably where people quit so this is where we should go harder and that was kind of our moment where we went right i totally think this is completely when people quit because it's getting really hard i'm stressed me and sumi are arguing all the time me and Liam are just sort of you know eyeing each other off on, on different things and it was, it was getting really tough but we broke that barrier and since that day it's just been you know floodgates open you know growing the business which has been amazing um but also earlier this year we had about 100 units left um, mm. and we pretty much ran out of stock for about two, two weeks. Right. Um, because we just didn't think about it. We just didn't do a stock take. We just had, you know, stock willy nilly, like, yeah, some there, some here. And all of a sudden like, geez, you know, like we probably need to order some stock. There's only like two or three boxes of 80 left. So we were stalling all of our retailers. So like, can we order some more? And we just give them like just a few, just, just a few little fillers just to keep their shelves going. Um, and we had to wait two or three weeks for it to come. Um, and we were just holding off selling units for a while. We, we, st we stopped sort of posting on Instagram to make sure people didn't have the incentive to buy. Like, it was just weird. Like, we just kind of completely put the brakes on, um, which was a bit scary, but then it arrived and again, floodgates opened. So there's a few little hiccups, but um, no nothing drastic. Yeah, gotcha. And as business partners, like you guys are obviously good mates, but um, it can be stressful in business sometimes. And um, obviously, you know, it's not all smooth sailing. Have you guys had to get through any arguments or tough times? And if you have, what have you sort of done to make sure that um, things are able to continue and that doesn't keep spiraling? Look, nothing like, nothing's so heated. Like we've never gone, gotten, gotten the ring with each other, but um, like I think that there's there's things that we have identified I'm better at and there's things that you know Tim is better at. So I suppose whatever the topic is that we might have a disagreement with, it's like if it's got anything to do with design and you know Tim's you know more creative than I am. So it's like if we have a disagreement on there or I think there should be something added in and Tim doesn't and we go, Oh, you know, have a little, you know, one, two with each other, it's just, you know, Tim wins that one because yeah, he's sort of semi the decision maker when it comes to that, just because we've both identified he's, he's better at, you know, when it comes to selling the product and the way we should sell it, you know, I've probably got, um, yeah. I, 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 I'm a pussy. I'm, yeah. I'm way yeah, too yeah. soft. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah sure. so, like it's, if that's just, I suppose we never really planned to do that. It's just something that we've just been both like, we're not, we don't have egos. We're just, we're happy. We've just identified that's the way um, the business should work, and um, we're both happy with the way things are going. So we've never really had a full-on. You know, I haven't spoken with him in a week because I'm pissed off at him or anything like that. It's not. Nah, it's just let's just get on with it. The, whatever yeah, the brand right. comes first, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Spot on. So you know, well, we've been lucky. Yeah. Cool. Well, and of course, you're in a good mood all the time because you're drinking bay juice, right? Yeah. Spot yeah. on. That's it. No <laughs> reason to get in a fight. Um, you mentioned over. you had some mentors early on when you were getting ready, like deciding how much you were going to ship over and all that sort of thing. Um, how did you find those mentors? Well, it was nothing crazy, was it? Like we haven't had like a, a full mentor, but I think it's just one thing we're really good at is networking. If, if we struggle mm. in an area, we find someone who's worked in that area and we just do it quite freely. Um, I do have about 48 cousins. So that helps. My dad was in a family of 12. 
Um, so there's always there's, there's always someone in some industry that's been helpful so far. But um, but but one one person that really helped early days was um actually a customer at the cafe. Um, and he was just really curious with how it was all going and he's seeing me pitch it to other people and he actually owns one of the biggest ice manufacturers, uh, ice cube manufacturers um, in the country. Um, and, and, you know, he, he came from very humble beginnings of selling ice in freezer bags at his local um, parish um, into having the biggest facility in Tullamarine in Australia. Um, and he was just, just a couple of bits of gold and he was one who tells us, no, nah, don't get 5,000 units, get 50,000 units give them out for free, go give someone consignment, hold some in stock, you know, just, you, you will never be limited um, because you've got so much stock. And that was, was a big game changer for us. It was huge because we, we didn't, it was just, we gave out 20,000 units and, and that was probably the best thing about it is knowing 20,000 people have held our product, tried our product, talked about our product. So we, we had a couple of little nuggets of gold like that who aren't full on mentors, but just a been excited about our journey and, and given us some advice and i know liam you've had some good ones as well yeah like i suppose like the thing with mentors i always got told yeah go out and find mentors and yeah we network and stuff but um you know we're never openly seeking you know sometimes they just they just come to you and you can have a mentor in your life that you haven't identified as a mentor so like you know one of my good mates is um from from my old work was paul and i never really saw him as a mentor only until sort of the last 12 months so, you know, it's these, these things, it's like, um, it's not like where, because I think if you can openly seek them, you sort of just, the, the outcome is that they, they become a mentor and it becomes a bit fake. Whereas if you just let it happen and, um, you know, then it, it becomes more real and authentic. And, you know, like, I, I suppose it's a good thing with mentors. If you have like a friendship with them, it's really good as well. And like, but then again, you've got to make sure you're being honest with each other. So Paul, he's, he's a, like a great mentor. He's got, he knows nothing about juice. Um, he's a full-time auctioneer. But, you know, he loves to talk about ideas. He loves to do risk analysis. He loves to tell you what you got to look out for. He loves to get feedback, good or bad. And that's a really good sort of mentality to have when you're, when you're looking at an idea because, you know, you can put the blinkers on a bit when you're talking about your own product and, and your own shop or whatever it is. Gotcha. Um, next question what do you guys do to keep your sanity in check so obviously you're pretty busy with your business or a couple of businesses and we'll get to that um what do you do outside of your working time to make sure that you don't lose it smash beers really like but one thing like uh, it's funny when you do get that a little bit older and you know binge drink is hard you can have four or five every sort of second night and really take the edge off and crunch some ideas and have a good sleep and you're fine i'm at my best thing 12. was that yeah but no we we do we, we watch sport we have beers we we chuck on a same game multi we watch i watch maths every now and then or stupid bachelor in paradise you know just to, just to have a bit of a reality check and um sort of to switch off a little bit but that, that's it we're still pretty damn normal We've never really bought into like, you know, the old Mark Wahlberg, get up at stupid o'clock and go to no. the gym and, you know, then work 18. Like that's just, for me, that just wouldn't be sustainable. Like I'll be running two month businesses if that was the case. And, you know, so we just, yeah, like, and it's always important to celebrate victories as well. Like I used to work in real estate. And, and hard. And, and, and you'd sell, you do this great, you'd work your ass off. You get, you know, you get slammed the whole time you were trying to sell this property or do this task. Then you do it and be like, right, what's the next one? Whereas like, can we just have a beer and have a yarn and say like how good we're going for a bit? And then, you know, tomorrow, I promise we'll get back on it. You know, like, good call. Yeah. 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 I've seen Mark Wahlberg's schedule. I think it was getting around on the socials a little while ago. Yeah. It's insane. I don't know how he, he's just must have <laughs> a crazy engine, but then. And it obviously works for him. So, so I'm not yeah. trying to say it doesn't work. It does. But just for me. Yeah, you've lost me at gym, really. <laughs> yeah, he's doing some pretty cool shit, though. So, I yeah, mean, easy to sure. stay interested. Um, do you guys do any kind of ongoing learning, like do uh, audio books, courses, podcasts, any of that sort of stuff? I've I've read as many books in the last twelve months as I have in the previous twenty four years of my life. So, I, I am trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to read some more books and, <laughs> and I'm not talking about Harry Potter's like I'm reading like self-education books and yeah, yeah. Um, different, like um, Sabri Subri. I've just read his, his sell like crazy book. He's a nutcase, but it was really awesome reading it. 
one book I love is You Can Negotiate Anything by Herb Cohen. That book was like pretty much changed, changed the way I operate in this world. So yep. um, I really enjoyed that. And before that, I had read one Harry Potter and two Specky McGee's. So um, that's basically, yeah. So, so we do a bit of that. Love watching a TED talk here and there. Love, you know, we always flick it. We, we, we love Mad Men, um, the TV show. Like you can, there's actually a lot you can get out of that as much as it's For like, sure. you know, Draper going around sleeping with the various different women. There's actually really good lessons in that. Um, and yeah, so we love it. That Wall Street's a great movie as well. So yeah, we, we, I suppose we, we, like our taste in movies is, and TV shows is probably very business orientated. I know Tim's a big fan. I've got to watch this one. Um, it's a Korean one. What's it called, Timmy? Um, it's a one class. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a one class. Yeah. Got to get around so, that. Yeah, I might have yeah, to but, get you to write the name of that one down somewhere. Yeah, for sure. It's a cracker. And some people that doubted me watched it and apologized later. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Parasite. I love that movie. I think it was. Oh, sick. Sir actually recommended that yeah. one to me. That's fantastic. Watch that one. It is sick. It's good. Yeah. Uh, very good. Um, what's the number one piece of advice you guys would give to someone who's either thinking about starting or is in the early stages of starting their own business? Um, absolutely take the leap and try everything yourselves before outsourcing. Um, Tim and I burned a lot of money early days doing things that we probably could have handled ourselves. Um, and that put us probably put us on the back foot a bit. So um, yeah, my advice is you got to give everything a crack first and then if you're no good at it, great. Find someone who, who, who you can outsource it to. Um, but make sure you're not outsourcing things that you could easily handle by yourself. On that one, do you have any specific examples of services or areas you tried to outsource that just went yeah, terribly? Um, yeah, we, uh, we probably burnt 30 grand into marketing agencies who sold us on the blue sky and it ended up really just running our Instagram page. Yeah. And everyone runs their own personal Instagram page anyway. So, you know, how hard is it? Yeah, that's right. So we've been doing it internally for the last eight months. Five of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, for, for me, one, one bit of advice I'd give, and it's something I just, I sort of identified today, actually speaking to someone. Um, and it was our first six months, we didn't grow the business crazily or, or, or very well, or, or it was quite slow. And it only took me recently to realize that we didn't put many hours into the business. Um, and now over the last six months, we have put so many hours into the business and now look where it is. So I was just speaking to someone today that actually made me have that sort of vision of clarity that, wow, you know, you're putting 10 or 15 hours into it on the side and it only grows at 10 or 15%. And now we are putting crazy amount of time into this business and we are blossoming. Like it is online's creaming it, got the Woolworths deal. We've got some other big things planned and it's because we're working on it every single day. Um, and one thing as well is about getting up at 6am. I might not start working till 10am on Bay Juice and have a great sleep in, but at nine o'clock or 9.30 or 10 o'clock at night, that's when I start doing some of my better work. And I've identified that recently as well. So it's just putting hours in. Um, and, and it was the same as the cafe and same as anything else we've done. It's, we did some crazy hours and you just get good results. So that's, that's one thing I took out of just sort of realizing that today, actually. Yeah, cool. I think a lot of people get stuck in that mode of I've got to do all my work between eight and five or eight and six or nine and whatever it is. And for a lot of people, that's just not productive. Like you sit there banging yeah. your head against the screen the whole day. And then it might be, you might just be the kind of person who's suited to doing work after five o'clock. That's when your brain switches on. And I think you've got to be self-aware enough to understand that. And it sounds like you guys are right across it. Um, yeah, as sure. far as future plans go for Bay Juice, what's, what's on the horizon? Have you got like a end goal that you're working towards or looking for international expansion? What can you share yeah, with us? Expansion's on there, but you know, uh, that's, we're, we're working on that as we speak really. Um, but you know, we, the, the Woolworths deal is great. We want to leverage off that to make our products available in, uh, um, you know, a thousand more stores, you know, just make it as accessible as possible. Um, and I think, you know, we're, we're starting to build a really good formula with our online stuff. You know, the best margins are online, obviously. So with our advertising, we're looking to grow that and, you know, make sure that we're, our customer journey is much more attractive. You know, we're actually squeezing the lemon um, and not leaving any dollars out there. So I suppose, yeah, look, international expansion, making sure we're in as many stores as possible. So people in wherever you are in the country, you can go within five Ks or whatever within a, within a kilometer to, to buy our product. That would be awesome. 
yeah one of our milestones we're about to tick off actually and um and, and that's getting an office um to be honest yeah. i know that the timing isn't right for it um because who needs an office right now when you can work from home um etc cetera, etc cetera. but for us day one we wanted one um and now we've waited two years and we've had to be very 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 patient until we're in a position where we could afford one and, and we felt the timing was right but we're going to move into a really really cool space very affordable um old retro building we're going to deck it out but for us this is like the best part about you know like yeah so we could have you know a business can pay you out and you can buy a really nice car and get a cool apartment and stuff but for us getting an office was top of our agenda before any of that because we can make a really cool creative space um, we can execute ideas we've always had um, we've got two other businesses in the pipeline we're getting some other stuff from overseas we're selling online um, and it can all be in one hub now um, i'm talking to some friends who are in music we're going to get a little studio at the back um, we've got a photographer involved it's going to be an awesome space. It's going to be sick. So for us, that is like one of our biggest goals over the last two years to get a cool office space, bring lots of people together and create a really cool hub. Um, and we're going to hopefully get one sort of come towards the end of September and um, sort of make that part of our dream come true really and have a cool space. So we're super excited about that as a smaller term goal rather than um, just, you know, going into international as well yeah very cool yeah it's fun when you get your own space and you can start bouncing ideas around with your team and all that sort of thing and build a bit of momentum that way and you yeah. probably couldn't have picked a better time to negotiate a commercial exactly with. spot yeah. on yeah all over it yeah yep and you got liam there with the skills so you're all yeah, set hang on. well sure. yeah they think i hope they don't watch this podcast but they said we dropped their open <laughs> by quite a bit and they said, with tim we said we should go back at this and they said yes straight away so i was thinking <laughs> Dropped it a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> it's always the way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. No, we're pretty happy. And like I said, it's going to be sort of a Jeff Betzos. There's my mum in the background. Um, Jeff Betzos sort of, um, yeah, Amazon style hub. And, you know, that, like we just, me and Tim say, if we, you know, if we can come up with the stuff we've come up with so far on your couch, um, how good is an office going to be? So, yeah, it'd be really That's good it. for productivity. Yeah. On the um, Amazon thing, I think it's in um, Seattle, their HQ. You should Google it. They've got like a big sphere and they've like planted a forest in there. Basically, it's pretty insane. I saw it on a weird garden show that my partner watches. That's what amazing. I'm going to yeah. check it out. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. They would have dropped. What's, I don't know how much it cost them. Let's build a forest. Yeah, we've well, got the money. So. <laughs> um, and you guys have another business that you started recently. Um, Trady Tucker. Tell us about that one. Yeah. So that's an idea that sort of, um, yeah, off the back of us just, just um, churning the wheels in our heads. And I thought COVID, there's a lot of uh, extra nursing staff at hospitals. And why don't we get a coffee cart or a coffee van and we set it up. So it's um, and park it outside a hospital. And I was sort of talking about it to Tim and spoke to a few nurses and they were like, you know, it's, yeah, there's nothing, there's no coffee really for us to get at, at a nighttime, especially. So I thought if we could offer something quality, we, it might be a winner. And then Tim, the cafe where Tim is, there's a, they leveled the crossing uh, at Buckley Street in Essendon. And Tim actually and his dad were, and Ben, his brother were there till like 3am some nights. And then back at 6am, you know, serving these tradies, palmers and burgers that, you know, 2am and 3am yeah. uh, was a 24 hour site. And so we sort of married the two ideas and um, did a bit of research and got onto a construction company. And there's like 40 level crossings in Melbourne to go up until 2022. And each of these sites run for a period of uh, 24 hours for, for a period of time. So um, yeah, we pitched it to the construction company and they said, great, can you do it in 20 days? And we had just a whiteboard of ideas. Um, so yeah, we went to work and we found a food truck and we all put in a bit of money with my uh, one of my cousins as well. And, Tim's parents and my parents and bought a food truck, decked it out. And now it's parked in Coburg um, at the level crossing, crossing there. And um, it, it runs from 6am till 12pm and then 6pm till 2am. Um, and we serve coffees, snitty rolls, pies, ham and cheese, toasties, muffins, egg and bacon muffins. <laughs> so um, to, to all the workers there. And it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, we're getting better each week. Awesome. Awesome. Very cool, guys. Um, 
Before we wrap up today, uh, we've got a little segment that I think you guys will like where we spin yep. the wheel. So I'm going <laughs> to share my screen with you. Since there's two of you, I'm going to, we'll do one wheel spin each for you guys. So you can see the wheel here and yep. these relates to a question. So we'll go you first, Liam. Okay. Get it spinning. This is gold. I love this. I always wanted to be on Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> oh, zombie apocalypse. Okay, we've got zombie apocalypse. So the question is, there's a zombie apocalypse. What's your strategy? And that's open-ended. Yeah, grab all the bay juice I've got and all the li grab all the li liquor out of the cabinet, go rob a beer shop, go get a couple of cans of baked beans and just set up an, an amazing fort, I reckon. And um, <laughs> yeah, just... Don't fight off as many as I can till till no doubt I, I die. That's 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 the game plan. No I fear like if you, yeah. I, I think like when you look at people who go to war and stuff, they say, you know, like if you just accepted that you're already dead, that's what got you through it. So it'd be pretty daunting. <laughs> pretty daunting. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I in walking dead terms, I think you'd only get one season and you'd probably be out at the end of that, but it'd be an exciting season. So that's yeah, yeah, like a mini series. That's what it would be. Mini yeah, series. Yeah. I'm looking for seven series. I like it. All right. We'll get the wheel spin for Tim. Hit me. Let's crack. Oh, another zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to re-spin. We'll give you a. Yeah. I like it. Let's, let's go. <laughs> I want you to get horse and duck. I'm really interested in that. One. Yeah. What do we got? Oh, oh here we go. we've got the free elephant. All right. So this question is, you've been given an elephant. You can't give it away or sell it. What would you want to do with the elephant? It's an absolute money maker. It, it reminds me, isn't it? Does Liam correct me on this? Homer Simpson, doesn't he make money off an elephant? <laughs> uh, yes, the Bart, Bart Simpson wins the yes, Bart. 40 grand or the elephant the, and the radio. <laughs> the elephant. So, Stampy. Yeah, Stampy. So, Stampy's going to sit in my, uh, oh, I shouldn't say in my garage because there's not much space, but in my driveway. Um, yeah. And it's going to be five bucks to pad it and $10 to ride it. And we're on. We're going to fund a new business idea. There we go. I like it. I thought you were going to say you were going to put big bay juice signs down the side oh, of it that's, and oh, parade yes, it around that's, Melbourne. Now yeah, that's, yeah, that's better. Downtown Dally, then maybe we could just ride it around with a bay juice sticker on the yeah, side. I like it. I like your thinking. It might not fly off the RSPCA, but you could maybe use it yeah. to tow around the uh, Tradie Tucker uh, trailer <laughs> as well. <laughs> You've thought this through. That's genius. <laughs> All right, too easy. Well, um, if people want to find you guys anywhere, um, obviously Bay Juice, if they just Google Bay Juice, they'll find the site for that, yeah? Is there anywhere yeah, sure. else you'd like to direct people? Bay Juice Oz is our Instagram. If anyone out there wants to um, pick our brains or ask us some questions or help us out, hit us up on LinkedIn. We're pretty good on that platform. It's an amazing yeah. platform. And, you know, early days, a lot of people gave us a leg up on LinkedIn and, and helped us when they probably didn't have to. So we'll, that's something we'll probably never forget and make sure that we're always there to help, um, help other people and, um, and, and pick their brains and do whatever we have to do, really. That's it. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks a lot for being on Sticky Beat, guys. Really appreciate it. Um, love what you're doing with Bay Juice and Trady Tucker. And hopefully we'll get to chat to you guys again soon in the near future. No worries. Awesome. No, thanks. It was a great chat. I appreciate it. Cheers, guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Sticky Beak. If you've got any feedback or suggestions for guests or topics you'd like us to cover, just send it through to info at stickybeak.com.au.